You know, working in villages, I, we often found that women, for example, in the evenings go to the toilet and it's also a social time for them. They go chatting, they go, in fact, we, we had uh, women uh, in our group and they invited them also to come along and say that it's great fun. You know, we go and so it's also a time of building a community bond. And which they said that our grandmothers have been doing it, mothers have been doing it. And it is considered something which is considered, you know, totally normal, not, you know, nothing obscene about it that we all go and talk. So the naturalness about it, I think that I remember that it struck me as a great That's thing. True. But the problem is that this, uh, it's not a good time to encourage this because yes, I understand the social part of it. Even when they go, when went to fetch water from the yeah. wells, that was a bonding time. But the problem is that now there are habitations everywhere, right? right? So if you do it, for sure it's going to get into the groundwater, it's going to cause pollution. Okay. So yeah, this we have to move out from this. But yes, yeah. the good parts of it when it was, you know, bonding time, those things uh, also need to be talked about. Absolutely. Right. Uh, and another problem is that a lot of toilets are not being used by villagers exactly. uh, because they become stinky. So they go and uh, sometimes the slope is not proper of the toilet pan. So it doesn't flow, pro it doesn't go properly, it gets stuck there, then there's a bad smell. So they stop using it and they again go to the outdoors, right? So that is why many of the programs have failed. Yeah. So these things have to be addressed, people are trying to do that. But one thing that they're all doing is they make it seem like open defecation is prim primitive. What is not understood even by the sanitation professionals is that it was actually a very healthy practice once upon a time. And uh, now it is not good to continue with it. But when it was in existence, it was not a bad practice. That also needs to be communicated. Yeah. Oh. Two more small comments. I mean, after uh, you know the Gujarat violence, uh, we were you know working over there, and the government uh, they you know where the houses were burned down, they offered to make them a house with toilet. Now, what we found is that many people did not want a toilet, and you know the people who were doing that, they said, you understand that the toilet is no, because they understand the logic of it. They think it's it's going to help fertilize the fields and it's a good exactly. thing, right? So that was the thing. So nobody addressed that the problem of you know making them understand exactly. why the times have changed and they should not be doing it. They asked us to convince them we right. could not do so. Right. We failed. Right. And my third comment is also that recent times. Uh, since I work in the field of sexual violence, a lot of sexual violence takes place when women go to toilet. You know, that's uh, uh, one phenomena that we have noticed, particularly in semi-urban areas. Though it's not because of it. I mean, the sexual violence, yeah, those predators are predators. They are going to, Absolutely. even if, the, you know, they'll find some other way of attacking. That is, so it's not that. But yes, you reduce the chances of them getting access to they're vulnerable, vulnerable women. They're vulnerable during that time when yes. they go. So that's right. why probably they go in groups. Right. And that's why also, you know, when they go, they have to take precautions. Right. Because we did find that, you know, in the, at least in Delhi, I can talk about that in a large number of surrounding areas, which are semi-urban or there, a large number of sexual assaults take place during the time when women <laughs> go for the, you know, uh, for their abuse. So okay. that's something which is also changing their views towards not going out anymore. Right. So the thing is, if we give them good toilets, which are also sustainable, then it solves many problems in one go. Sure. But uh, the thing is that we were not aware that that we could we could de develop these kind of toilets, which are not polluting. We uh, most people hanker for the flush toilet exactly. because that is a status symbol that you know we were using water, and they are completely not thinking about how harmful it is. Exactly. Of course, now a lot of people might say that we don't want waterless toilets, we don't want, we like what we have. 
and we would rather treat the wastewater. So that will paradigm will continue where we already have those kind of uh, centralized treatment systems. That is going to continue. What you probably not touched upon is the Indian toilet versus the Western toilet the way of sitting. I keep hearing every now and then that there are health benefits of actually sitting yes, 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 in absolutely. the Asian squat as they call yes, it. Yes, yes. That is true. But again, with age, when uh, when you when people are young, they are able to use the squat toilets, and it also gives them flexibility of body. It's good for them. But beyond a certain age, they will need our seat. Most, uh, if you remember your our grandmothers and grandfathers, after a certain age, they needed those kind of toilets. Uh, so the thing is, uh, in uh, Singapore, for instance, I find both toilets. In many of the malls, they have uh, squat toilets as well as flush toilets. I wanted to ask about the concept of purity in uh, hygiene that you mentioned, and uh, how it has been divorced from the logic of it all. So you were talking about uh, the rural areas in the. Uh, urban areas in ancient times so in ancient times in urban areas they had the sense of logic and also purity and hygiene at the same time and same was with, uh, was with the rural areas now that it has been divorced from it many people don't know the logic behind it they just do it out of habit or exactly. like they have it's it's been happening for generations so we are doing it like that and it's a habit now we like yes. it better so how can we bridge that gap and make them understand so who should to make the, who understand the villagers or the the urban people? Majority of the issue lies in like three or four tier cities or in the villages. They don't understand. Like for example, you just said okay, they don't go to the toilets because they find it stinky or whatever. No, so this is this is a process going. A lot of NGOs are working in this. They are telling them that if you don't want it to stink, you need to have a proper designed, properly designed toilet. So the slope has to be right. And then you have to use a little bit of water to wash it off, and then you have to wait until it uh, consolidates. Right? There are there are pits where it is all uh, collected, and so it has to be explained to them that there will be a little bit of smell, but it will go away. And you can use natural substances to you know keep it aromatic. You can clean with uh, natural uh, substances, eco-friendly substances. So all those things can be taught, and they are being taught to people. So it's because now there is a disconnection from the ancient Indic knowledge, right? So they they, they have to be taught. Uh, but what they are being taught is not really in the Indic way. They are not being taught in the Indic way. So they are being told that yes, you know, we can make these toilets workable and you do this. And going out is bad, it is, it is very primitive, it is retrograde. What I would like to see is that let them know their history. Let them be told why they were going out in the, in the past and why it is not a good idea now. That part of why it used to be good in the past is not discussed at all. But yes, they are being told today that they need to use toilets. It is good for them, safe for them. They don't need to go and you know, go get attacked by miscreants outside. So that's happening. And uh, you can see even the Swachh Bharat Abhiyan is also emphasizing the need for toilets. Everybody should have a toilet. That's happening. This toilet we are using now is called toilet. What is the civilization developed civilization? What is the toilet? Indian toilet. Why is it called Orissa toilet? That's something I would like to know. But because it was used in, uh, the, there were toilet seats in the Sindhu Saraswati civilization. They had, uh, in Dhola Vira, they have a toilet seat. So that concept was there. There were toilets with seat, holes which were with slightly raised and they had seats. And also, I think in some forts, I've seen it in uh, in Mandu. Also, I saw toilets which had uh, which had seats. 
Okay, not uh, like a you know the Western toilet, but recently there was a news report which talked about Kumbh Mela, how it caused an epidemic of cholera. There's no such mention at all. People who have looked at uh, Charaka Samhita, it talks about uh, the disease. The disease is there, but it never became uh, uh, took epidemic proportions because people knew that that rivers should not be polluted. So yes, some people would have diarrhea, but it was not like thousands of people like how it happened in London, where they were thinking it's a good idea to put it in the river, right? So, do, did we have a sewage treatment plants in Harpan uh, and... Uh, so, it was not... Uh, uh, I don't... We haven't done enough excavations, but from what we have seen, it looks like there were settling systems where they would settle and then the supernatant liquid would flow and then the solids would be recovered, the sludge. Uh, they are called biosolids today. And then they were used. But yeah, we didn't... We probably didn't have very advanced systems of uh, treatment. Uh, but I, in, the, in the Muslim period, we do see them. I saw it in Mandu Fort. I saw that there was a an elaborate system of uh, treatment. Yeah, the, the main problem which we see today in uh, toilet system is the centralized sewage treatment plant because you have to carry that all the sludge uh, into a, uh, to a uh, centralized sewage treatment plant and you need some power and all those stuff. Yeah, that is what I was talking about. The challenge is now that so much has to be transported into a centralized system yeah. and then it has to be treated so, and then you separate all that those the water from the solids, right? So that is I the challenge. What I know is uh, if we had some kind of decentralized system at that time also? Yes, yes. Not? There was uh, in, uh, there were like Kalibangan and there were some Harappan sites where they had decentralized uh, systems where, you know, from the households it would be collected in a jar, the, the wastewater and then, then they would be uh, allowed to settle there and then the so it was not really a very elaborate system, but yes, it was decentralized. That both centralized and decentralized were used in Harappa. Yes, because when they went when they went and did outdoors, there's no question of manual scavenging. That was very that was a big advantage. Nobody had to remove it. It was going back to the soil. So there was no but in the cities सीवेज ट्रीटमेंट प्लांट्स का वो कैसे होता है? नहीं नहीं, बट सिटीज़ में तो थे ना, हरपन सिस्टम में जो संदूष सरस्वती सिविलाइजेशन के जो सिटीज